Welcome to the Opinions on Pickens podcast, the sports show where there are no fouls or flags, only baskets and touchdowns. Here's your host, Alyssa Butterson. What's going on, everyone? I'm your host, Alyssa Butterson, and I'm excited to get into this week's episode with all of my OOP fams. We're talking New York, New York, New York, the Jets and the Giants. All they seem to be doing this year is winning. Then we're going to jump into the Bills visiting the Chiefs, and they were able to take that win home, not before a crazy interesting game that kept us all, it was a thriller, glued to our seats. Then we're going to go into the biggest upset of the week, guys. We got Tennessee beating Alabama, and it didn't end there. I mean, you had goalposts flying everywhere. You had people out of their seats. It was energetic, to say the least. Joining me today is none other than Coach G. Coach, you're in the place to be. How you doing today? Yo, yo, what's going on, y'all? It's your main man, Coach G-A-N-T-T, in the place to be, O-O-P family. How y'all week? How was y'all week? It wasn't okay? How okay, are you good. feeling? No, I'm all right, you know. I'm humble as a bird, you know. The meek shall inherit the earth, so that's why I met with it. For the second week in a row, Coach, the New York Giants and the New York Jets pulled off a pair of wins not many expected them to get, giving fans a reason to truly believe in these two teams, Coach. Now, not only did you have your New York Giants pull up a huge upset over the Ravens, but you also had the Jets Crazy. No one, I don't think anyone could have predicted this. To beat on Aaron Rodgers at home like that, like they <laughs> did, Coach? I mean, come on. Is anyone scared of Aaron Rodgers anymore? I mean, really, nobody was ever scared of Aaron Rodgers. And, you know, especially now, you know, with the different core receivers, um, Adams is gone. I mean, that was a lot of production. I mean, Tanya is formidable. Great tight end, actually. Uh you know, Lazard, I mean, those guys are trying to get, you know, some timing down. Uh, but it's the run game still there. The run game is top notch. So I don't know. I don't know if it's defense, defensively they're lacking or, or it's just chemistry wise or, you know, or is it LaFleur with play calling? But if something's not right, you lose two weeks in a row to the New York teams that, Really happens if ever, especially within the last five years or so. So, I mean, it's a good, it's a good time around New York right now. For both of these teams, I mean, let's think back not too long ago. Heading into the season, not much was really expected from these two New York teams. Both organizations were coming off of a horrible 2021 season, but they had a a lot of good first round picks in April with the Giants head coach. You know, you have Brian DeBowell. I, I think we're seeing excitement in New York now. I think we're seeing that winning culture that in your hearts never died, but on the field kind of died. Come back to life. Well, you know, I'm going to go back a little bit. Um, after Tom Coughlin departed. The Giants are trying to find the identity in the front office and and head coaching wise. Uh the Joe Judge experience did not work. The Jason Garrett experience did not work. And I want to say there's one more guy left in there, but who who knows? It's all ancient history right now. And now is excitement in the locker room. 
with B with uh BD. Uh the defense, I mean, that secondary, they're flying around. I had to say it. And I think you're kind of witnessing, you know, Daniel Jones take another step and a half in his, you know, QB repertoire because he, he he's not turning the ball over and he's making some tight throws through some tight windows that's really forcing you like, okay, this, this kid's working on his craft. And one thing the coaching staff is doing, they're actually working to his strengths. And I mean, I, I, I mean, I like what the OC is doing. And I, I, I like it a lot. Now look at the, if you're looking at the box score, it looks unimpressive. Daniel Jones throwing for under 200 yards. Again, you have Saquon Barkley not breaking 100 yards. But I think you made some key points there, Coach. I think what we are seeing from Daniel Jones this year is better decision-making. Yeah, for 100%. sure. 100%. Old Daniel Jones would have flung that ball down the field and gotten interceptions. Daniel Jones now is using his legs a little bit more, going for that short pass for five or six yards rather than trying to get these chunks that are unobtainable. Yeah. And again, better decision-making. And that's what I think is Damn. really pushing this team forward. I mean, Daniel Jones, we've always kind of seen something there, but we've never really seen it to its fullest production. And I think part of that is because of the past coaches you've mentioned and some other, you know, head office type decisions. But ultimately this year, biggest changes would be BD, as you said, head coach coming in and really making this team go around Daniel Jones. And also you can't forget that defense, oh, yeah. that defense, defense yeah. I'm going to be honest, this team right now for me is defense, 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 and the offense making smart decisions. They don't yeah. have to be big decisions. Yeah. They don't have to be huge decisions, chunk games. No, they're playing smart. They're running the clock down and they're, they're using everyone to their advantage right now. Well, I, I think that defensive line, they're coming into their own and they're starting to become bullies and I love it, man. Uh, Lawrence, Jesus Christ, son. I mean, you, you wreaked havoc. Um, and you, you caused a lot of pressure through, uh, I mean, Lamar, he was trying to get off and he would, and I, I was calling some plays. I was like, okay, Lamar gonna try to do some, some, some funny business. And, you know, once y'all picked up on, he was gonna run. Y'all start closing the pocket on him. And hence it, bad decisions were made. Even Lamar threw a couple of ill-advised passes, which, uh, you know, turned into interceptions. But, you know, back to Danny Dimes, I mean, Saquon's looking like Gale Sayers, you know what I'm saying? He, he, he looks healthy, even though he kind of went out the last two weeks with like a shoulder injury. So I think they just popped it back in. He was like, yo, I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm going to play. And, uh, Breida, Breida's is, is backing him up. Breida, man, good God. But if you would have told me with this wide receiver core, which with Shepard being out, Golden Tate retired, Galladay, I don't know where he's at, or Galloway or whatever. If you told me this receiving core, the Giants are gonna be five and one, yeah, I got to be smart. I would I wouldn't have believed it. Coach, you took my saying I was gonna say next. Oh. Man, I had a whole thing. I'm still gonna say it, y'all. I have to I have this whole thing planned. I mean When it comes to making plays, both of these teams rose to the occasion and they took another 
win against a strong team. Yeah. I mean, the Packers and the Ravens, these are oh, both yeah. teams that no one right. looks past. Even, and now, even the Titans. Nobody looking past the Titans at the beginning Giants of the fans have another reason to be over the moon with this absurd 5-1 and one start with Coach G being one of those people, whether he wants to show it and or not. You know what? Uh, you know, and you know why he's even more excited, y'all? Because you know, Dallas lost this week to oh, the Eagles. Oh, for sure, for sure. And my last point, you know, I'm going to keep real calm and I'm going to ride it steady because, you know, every 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 Sunday, anybody can take an L. But guess what? We got a chance to be 9-1. and one. I'm going to give you our next four games, right? We're going down to Jacksonville. You hear me? We're going, uh, we're going to go out to Seattle. You understand? We're going to mess around with those guys out there. Then we head back to New York with the Texans. We know how that's going to roll. Then we got the Lions. The Lions play very well, but they're coming into MetLife. It's going to be a little different atmosphere. Do you understand? We got a chance to go 9-1. and one. We won four games last year, so we're already ahead of the Mendoza line. We got a chance to go 9-1. And, and then the Cowboys again. So guess what? We got a chance to be 10-1. 10-1. Say it with me. 10-1. and one. No one can hear you, Coach. But he it's said okay. ten, he said ten and one, y'all. And one, ten. One. <laughs> Coach, we have many more exciting topics to talk about on the show today. The next one being this impressive game with the Bills coming into Kansas City and leaving with a win. And talk about a rematch. We did the people get what they wanted, Coach? Yeah, they definitely got what they wanted, and. You know, this is the first time in Mahomes' career starter that he is came in as an underdog at home. And I think they had the Bills, what, four or whatever? I think minus three. Three-something, whatever or it was. Or plus three for the Bills, excuse me. Whatever it was, Mahomes, he was coming in as an underdog. And, I mean, you kind of got what you expected. Uh, I mean, Bills, <laughs> Bills, tough team. They're going to be they're, they're, they're tough out. They're good defensively, offensively. We know what they bring. They're gonna run the running game, the the, the out game with with with, with Davis and uh, and Diggs. I mean, Jesus knocks over the middle. It's tight end. I mean, these boys. I mean, I don't. I really don't see too many flaws across the board. But you know, you know, this game right here is gonna be circled under Andy Andy Reid's mind and Mahomes' mind. And Kelsey's mind. And when it gets colder, which they probably, that loss might send them to, send them up to Buffalo in the playoff series. I think it actually might bring them back to Kansas again, honestly. We'll see. We'll see how it rolls out. But if they got to go in Buffalo and play. I, I don't think Kansas will win if they go to Buffalo and play. It doesn't matter. Because it doesn't matter where they're going. Because I guarantee. Yeah, we'll let y'all get this regular season win. Just, just come see us. We're going to be clicking on all cylinders. Uh, Juju made some great plays yesterday. Uh, Kelsey, Kelsey made some great plays. Um, Edwards, but you got to find one more player. If they, and they're saying it, you might sign, uh, ODB. If you get somebody to stretch that field, cause Har- Harmon, he can stretch it, but they don't really, nobody really respects him as being the Tyreek Hill. Like, even though he's fast too. They don't respect this game as quite as much. So 
everybody else kind of gets keyed in on. But if they get that man and they get a little more, a little more grit, a little more grit in that secondary, watch out. Now, the Bills did win 24 to 20 against Kansas. Allen hit Dawson Knox with just over a minute to go to give the Bills the lead. And then they intercepted Mahomes to seal the win. Now, I know Mahomes. Everyone saw that expression on his face. That hit him hard right there because I think all of us know Mahomes doesn't need much time on the clock to run the ball down the field and do it efficiently. That's what I'm saying. If I'm Buffalo and Mahomes has the ball with under a minute to go, I'm still nervous on the sidelines. But the minute that interception was caught, (sighs) deep breath and Bills knew that they were taking that win home. I mean, it's all right. You know, you you take those on the chin. Um, I think the one game that's going to kind of scratch our heads is that loss against the Colts. Because you know the Colts, I mean, they're kind of playing better as of the last couple of weeks. But that game, the Colts should never beat KC. So I think that that might be one of those games that they're going to look back on like, damn. That might be, you know, kept us from the home field advantage, as you would say. But cool Buffalo, y'all look good. Josh Allen, I mean, you're a bad boy. I mean, you – you're a quarterback, and you, you like jumping over cats. You're so talented and athletic, and you can move, and you got a big arm. Everybody knows this. And, we, you know, we see what happens in January. I'm still rolling with KC to come out of that division, though. I'm not going to change that. Coach, there's a new top team in the country as Georgia replaces Alabama at number one. Now, this happens just days after Tennessee had a huge last-second win over Alabama. Talk to us about your thoughts on this win over Alabama and how is this Alabama team looking? Stressed. Well, you know, I think coming in to the season, it was it was already question marks out there in Tuscaloosa. And, you know, everybody was saying Alabama is Alabama, but they look a little like a little like a slower version of Alabama. They didn't something didn't quite stick right. Um, you got Bryce Young, you know, Heisman hopeful. Uh, and then who else? You know, because you got some kids that are trying to find some some footing. Uh, that defense, they're trying to find their way. And it's something, something just don't seem right right now because they've been in – Alabama has been in some tight games this year. And you know, Even but, back to the Texas game. Yeah, the te- Texas and, and to both Texas teams, it was tough. The, the the scratch out of win. Alabama could be three and three as we speak right now. So that being said, it is hard to win when the refs are playing too. Uh, this the I think this game was either tied for the most penalties or the most penalties Alabama has received in one game. Yes, I think it was like 15, 16 something penalties. I don't think we yeah we've ever seen that. We've never seen a Nick Saban team. Uh, be so undisciplined and, and you be saw, so highly penalized. Everyone saw Nick Saban's frustration oh, on yeah. the sidelines throughout the whole game. Yeah, I mean, I, I was frustrated for him because it was some, it was some plays in there that that kind of changed and swung the momentum, and and I felt like, you know, Alabama, they kind of got screwed a little bit, just because everybody was starting to call that a rivalry, but really, Alabama's won 15, 15 straight against Tennessee. So it's 15-0. So 
So where's the rivalry come in at? <laughs> it's a winning team and a losing team. Right, right. So <laughs> And the losing team got lucky. And that, I mean, those guys played. Everybody was saying, man, Tennessee, Tennessee is a team to watch. And I guess you just, you just saw it. It was a perfect storm for upset out there in Knoxville. When there's 110,000 people in the bowl. It's tough. Now, the Crimson Tide moved down to number six, six after yeah. that last second loss to Tennessee. Right. Now, Tennessee jumped from a whopping number eight to number four thanks to that win. As a result of Alabama's drop, Ohio State and Michigan have each moved up one spot from where they were last week, while Clemson remains at number five. Coach, Georgia number one. We all kind of felt that way. Yeah, Clemson dropped, one, dropped the spot, huh? Clemson it, remains at number five. I thought it was four last week. Okay. Coach, let's get into one of our favorite parts of the show. Let's jump into Pickens Picks. It's about that time, folks. We have to start with Thursday Night Football. We would have it no other way. Thursday Night Football has been pretty underwhelming many weeks since it has started. I think it's since Amazon Prime bought it, I think we can say. It's when it's been pretty much a dud. And this upcoming week, nothing really different. Week seven in the NFL, we have the Saints visiting the Cardinals, and the Cardinals are favored minus one and a half. Coach? Cardinals. I got the Cardinals. I'll go with the Saints here. I said it last week. If the Cardinals were not going to pull out a win, I can't ride for them anymore. I'm going Saints on this week. Upcoming week for Thursday night football. Running into Sunday's games. We have our early games coming first. We have the Falcons taking on the Bengals. I think this is going to be a pretty interesting game. Everyone's been sleeping on this Falcons team. And I think this Falcons team is honestly the team I've seen with the most grit this entire NFL season so far. I love that man, Joe Burrow, but I got to go Falcons. Yeah, Falcons, they definitely never give up. I mean, they're definitely not out of any game. I mean, Mariota's playing well. I'm going with Cincinnati. Burrow, baby. Let's go. And they got a minus six. I don't know if I feel that comfortable with it, but I got to go Falcons. I'll definitely take them with the money line as well. Moving on, we have the Lions visiting the Cowboys. Ah, I think this will be a... Nice bounce back win for the Cowboys coming off of that pretty detrimental loss against the Eagles. I got to go Cowboys. Cowboys. I'm going Cowboys. Mm -hmm. I think Dak should be back this week. Cowboys. Colts visiting the Titans. Mm, Like I said, I think the Colts are getting hot. I got the Colts. You're going Colts this week? Matt Ryan? You think he's... Warming up? Yeah, I think. Ah, I got to go opposite. I'm going Titans on this week. Okay. Now you have Aaron Rodgers visiting the Washington Commanders. As if the Washington Commanders weren't already a laughable team, now Carson Wentz unfortunately has suffered a broken finger and will be out for four to six weeks. I honestly don't know who his backup is, Coach, to be honest with you, but no matter who he is or not, I'm going to go Aaron Rodgers on this one. Yeah, it's probably still Colt McCoy, to be honest. We'll just check that out later. But uh, I think Green Bay gets back on the right track this week. And I got the Packers. I just can't see the Commanders or Rodgers losing three weeks in a row. Then you have Tom Brady and the Buccaneers visiting the Panthers. Hmm. I think I'm going to roll with the Bucs on that one. Then I got the Bucks. You know, Tom Brady, he, he lashed out. He did his thing. I'm going with the Bucks. 
They gotta get they gotta get back on track. I could go no other way. Never, never, never. TB all the way. Tom Brady and the Bucks by 14 and a half. I'll take it. That's not the spread, but I'll still take them by two touchdowns for sure. Moving on, we have the New York Giants taking on the Jacksonville Jaguars. I think this is a good matchup, but I also think we already know who Coach has on this game. Hey, when East is in the house, oh my God, danger. New York, baby. Giants. New York stand up. You got my vote on this one too. Let's go, Giants. I'm going six and one for the Giants after this oh. week. And the Jacksonville Jaguars, I gotta be honest with you, I think this will be a very interesting game and a close game. It will be. These two teams have a have both good defenses, and I think productive offenses, I guess we could say that word. Yeah, if you go down there sleeping, the Jackson the Jaguars will beat you. Um, you know, Dougie Peterson, he has been a thorn in our side. You know, since his Philadelphia days. So, yeah, you go down there sleeping, you're going to lose. Let's go, Giants. Stand up. We got the Browns taking on the Ravens. Lamar Jackson, as we know, coming off of a harsh loss to your New York Giants last week. Mm. I got to go, Ravens. I can't sleep on that man, Lamar. Because then they, they'll be three and four for the season if they lose. Yeah, that's true. I wrote the Ravens. I got that. Ooh, the Jets taking on the Broncos. Honestly, this wouldn't be a sleeper game, but it's really not anymore because the Jets are actually pretty good. I got the Jets. I rep the Jets, the Giants, the New York Knicks. Um, I'm on my New York sh- shot the Buster Rhymes. I'm rolling with the Jets. And you know, y'all know he has a soft spot for the Broncos now. So for him, I'm done. He doesn't. He, the Jets aren't usually his team. He bungees up to facts. Texans taking on the Raiders. <laughs> it's laughable. Um, McDaniels in, in, in the game. Y'all got to get it together and get on the same page. Um, Carr, let's go. Stand up. Jacobs, put the team on your shoulders. Let's go. Raiders. Raiders times two. With the money line, all the points, minus seven. Texans suck. Let's go Raiders. Seahawks taking on the Chargers. I like what Geno Smith's doing over there. Yeah, Geno's looking good for sure. But the Chargers, I don't know. We're going to see what they look like this week um, against the Broncos. I'll make my decision. I'm going to go with the Chargers. Moving on to the Kansas City Chiefs taking on the San Francisco 49ers. KC is favored by three points. Kansas City, baby. Stand up. Let's go. You got Kansas times two here. Even though, if I recall correctly, don't you have a thing going with Jimmy G right now? I do, but KC, stand up. Steelers taking on the Dolphins. Boy, oh boy, the Steelers are feeling good after taking that win away from the Buccaneers after a grueling loss against the Bills the week prior. But I got to go Dolphins on this one. Steelers and Steeler fans. Y'all becoming like the Cowboys fans. Just obnoxious, loud and obnoxious. And for that reason right there, I'm going with the Dolphins. Let's go. Stand up. My dog's in Miami. Let's go. I bet everyone's missing Ben right about now. Mm-mm. Ain't nobody miss Uncle Ben. Moving into Monday Night Football, we have the Bears taking on the Patriots. Don't sleep on Bill Belichick. Patriots. Hey, that kid, man, Ozepe, the rookie quarterback. Man, you guys are uh, hitting on some great quarterbacks with Mac Jones. And you drafted this kid, uh, Zappé. He had a great game. 
Uh, man, it's tough. I loved, I, I like the Bears because they're gritty and they're, they're a blue collar team. But Belichick might have found something with this kid if Mac Jones is not back. So I, I, I like the offense. They, they put up points yesterday. And yeah, I'm rolling with them. Mac Jones played yesterday. I didn't see Mac Jones play. He did not? Nah, Zappé played. Oh, he Zappé. did? Okay, well, thank you, Bill Belichick, for um, making everybody that you touch great. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And also next week, don't forget, Cowboy fans, we will be seeing Dak Prescott back. It's bye-bye Cooper Rush. Hello, Dak Prescott. That's going to be an L, too, but I don't know. I, I picked the Cowboys. <laughs> I was going to say, you picked them. But, I, you know, I eat crow. <laughs> I'd rather y'all lose, though. Just saying. Coach, who are y'all playing this week? Who? You know, I, I got a lot of teams in my mind. I could be, you know, I could be in KC. If we talking about my boys, you know, we got Gibbs, MS, you know, middle school. It's going to be a battle. What do you, I thought you guys were predicted to win by a big chunk. Yeah, we, we, we just want to win. He's trying to make a statement before we go to this playoffs. Aren't you, aren't you guys another like what five and one team, six and one team? Yeah, we're four. We're yeah, we're four and one. Four and, four and one. one, five and one. Yeah, let's we're take going, it to the house. Yeah, we're gonna try to take it on in, man. But the real season starts next week, and you know I know a lot of teams are gunning for us. Yeah, come on, come and get me. Well, that's it for this week, y'all. We are just elated to be able to just hang out and kick it with you guys. But until next time, I'm your host, Alyssa Butterson. Keep winning. Peace. Thanks for listening. Check us out on Instagram at Opinions on Pickens. Please like and subscribe to us on YouTube and check back weekly for new episodes. Until next time, keep winning. Keep winning.